while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Welcome back to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus Farrow. Chris will be back later in the week. I'm joined by uh, Jared Valenzuela, uh, Republican uh, Plymouth County Commissioner. We were talking, we've covered a broad range of topics, Trump versus DeSantis. Nip uh, bans. Nip bans. Um, charging for bags at Stop and Shop. <laughs> Using Marxism to justify capitalism. Well, I, I think it's... I, I just think it's it's capitalism. I just don't. I, I just think it's like I said. There, you well, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah. I said using environmentalism to right. justify profiteering off of people that are already in dire straits and are already spending a lot of money at the grocery New store. Um, but <laughs> the American but, way. But yeah, exactly. So uh, it's capitalism. There's money to be made. So, um, but we 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 sort of we started a conversation on Title Forty Two. Uh, lifting the immigration policy, the Trump era immigration policy that carry over into Biden for what, the first two and a half years of yeah, his term. Yeah. Um, that uh, was basically a way for, and I think 2.8 million migrants were turned away under the Title 42 policy, um, you know, under the guise of the COVID-19 pandemic to try to keep um, migrants out. And it's, it's a hot topic because, again, it's local. Um, there are 130, right. I think they said 130 migrants that are Taunton. occupying the hotel and the business park over there in Taunton. Um, and there were some that were uh, brought to Kingston. Mass. Kingston, yep. Um, we've Recently. taken, New Bedford's taken in migrant families from like Afghanistan um, and other and, and other areas. And um, Ron DeSantis did a little bit of dabbled in some human trafficking and uh, dropped off some immigrants in uh, in Edgartown last summer, uh, which was like the biggest story in the, in the country uh, uh, at the time. And so um, I invited Ron DeSantis on the program. Actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. How did that go? Didn't. I still, as I was to say, I still see me here. It, it didn't. <laughs> I still see me here. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 it didn't go. I mean, um, look, I've been trying to get Paul McCartney on mine, so just keep shooting your Denny, shots. Denny Lane came on Tim yes. Weisberg's show, yep. uh, actually. Denny Lane came on uh, Weisberg's show. I mean, we got some pretty big guests here, oh, yeah. but but uh, but uh, Ron DeSantis did not respond to my inquiry. When the phone didn't ring, you knew it was Ron DeSantis. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Although, so, you know, with... The 20, you know, you never know. You might be able to, with some of these I, guys playing around in New Hampshire, some of them might I, be coming down. I for, think if you're running for president in 2024, you'd be foolish to not stop by WBSM. I agree. Because Massachusetts is going to be a battleground, especially in the Republican primary, maybe even the Democratic primary as well. I don't necessarily think so, but mm, it could I be. I don't think RFK Jr. is going to do much against Biden next year. I don't... I, I don't I'm trying to build intrigue, Jared. I know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You right. know. I, right. I know. No. I, yeah, That's you, a real hard intrigue to build. Yeah, I know. It's there's there's <laughs> a, there's a, a fine president. There's a fine line between what's infotainment and what's you know responsible <laughs> to, to to discuss. Right. <laughs> right. I, I get it. Uh, so, um, but so anyway, we're talking about the list of fi- Title Forty Two, 
and yeah. the implications it has, um, you know, what's going on at the, the border. I actually think, by and large, a lot of the mess that's happening at the border, one is, I think, an absolute failure of Congress or to do anything um, to... I mean, we have we have immigration laws on the books that are completely dated. We haven't passed a comprehensive immigration law in 30 years because it's such a hot political topic. The last one was Ira Ira in 96 with Clinton and Gingrich. And that was that, that law was a disaster. So it was a 1965 Immigration Act. It created the issue, um, I think, by making it more stringent. When you say there needs to be security at the border, what do you mean? Well, you know, again, you more security vis-a-vis the fact that People tanks? No, I don't think we need <laughs> tanks. It's not that type of um, it's not that type of an invasion. Um, what I think needs to be demonstrated at the border is you're not because again, this is a human issue where people are risking their lives to get across it. Exactly, people are drowning in the Rio uh, Rio Grande. Mm-hmm. People are dying trying to get across the border. They're dying sneaking under whatever fence or wall or whatever might be there. You you need to demonstrate that there is a border and that it is being enforced and you need to begin dispelling the notion that you can come into this country and take advantage of the programs and government welfare offerings as well. So I think that to your point about Congress not doing anything, I was reading an interesting post from someone um, who had actually made note of this as as I was, you know, walking in with you and he made a good point. Like you, 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 we being Republicans haven't, done any type of reform to prevent a lot of folks is one of the issues Republicans have rightfully so is folks ending up on welfare, right? They, they come in, they're migrants and they end up taxing our systems, our, our programs that are meant for Americans to the example, the caller gave about homeless veterans being booted for migrants. Well, I'm sorry. You're right, Marcus. It shouldn't be one or the other, but it is because there's only a certain number of beds. So someone needs to have a bed. If it's if I'm having the choice, it should be a homeless veteran that defended this country, not someone who came into this country through no legal means. Right. So, like, I think that so I think what needs to be done is a reform of of benefits. If the the government is putting them in in hotels. Right. The government's doing that. Right. Yes. Then it is. Then it is authorized. It is legal by definition. The government is authorizing them to be here and in the hotel room. So they're not so illegal they're immigrants. The well, they came here illegally. So you're a We're lawyer. Sure? So you can, lawyer, you can lawyer this far better than I uh, ever you, could. Well, but, well, that's <laughs> the thing. If, but like they, if, if they walked, it, look, if, if I walk over the Canadian border, mm-hmm. am I in Canada legally or illegally? If you walked over the border, if I walk, if I go, not, if, I, if I, I haven't, I haven't familiarized myself with the it, immigration laws in Canada, so oh, I can't say that I, to a certainty. I think you can. I can't. <laughs> love your lawyer in it. <laughs> I think you could generally say I'm there illegally. I am not in that country. Pro- All right, let, I'll do it reverse. If I walk over the Mexican border, I pass through no customs. I walk over. I am for certain in Mexico illegally. Are you seeking asylum status? I may be, maybe I'm not. But the point if is, you are, I'm, then you're here legally. But you because can't. ports of entry, it doesn't matter if you enter under ports of entry if you're seeking a asylum or refugee status. I would argue That's walking over, in federal law. I would argue walking over a border. If I'm passing through customs seeking asylum, if I'm passing through a a a legal point of entry, that's different than passing over the the, the law, international border. Well, the law plainly states um, people seeking asylum or refugee status 
can pass over through this non-legal gets, ports of entry. But right, but this so gets back to by what, definition it's legal. But this gets back to what we're talk what we were talking about at the top. What are you seeking asylum from? Government and, and, of your other country, most likely. Right, but like my point is, what is that threat? And it, are you, as that individual, indeed in danger? Because again, I follow international issues not nearly as much as I used to when I was younger, but I still generally you had more time, right? Right, you had it's more time. When you to had follow. more time, I get it. <laughs> My Same. broad understanding, though, is a lot of the conditions in the countries they're coming from haven't changed. Again, I use the example, but I'll, I'll use another country's example. They haven't changed, and it's it's really bad. They generally well, I, but again, like, are you leaving because you're in a in an unfortunate economic situation? And I think that's where I, I think that's where most of them are coming from. They're coming from unfortunate economic situations, and they are coming to this country because they don't want to go through legal channels. I think there are nefarious okay. actors who want to see the chaos at the southern but, border but to undermine the stability of the United but, States. But aren't there? But aren't there? But aren't there? But you're talking about like political and economic circumstances as if they're mutually exclusive when they're like necessary, necessarily inclusive. Well, I unfortunate think- economic situations are usually a direct result of policy. Actually, it is a direct result well, of it is. policy. So, right. But it's, like, it's not the case that like, oh, well, you know, the government's all messed up, but that's just, you know, it doesn't mean the economics can be bad. I believe an asylum seeker is someone who is literally, they're hiding in their present home because the government that they were opposing is coming down their street, rounding them up. That is, those are folks who should, and we should give those folks asylum. But the, look, let's put it this way. When Joe Biden was elected president, I did not feel a need to seek asylum from in Canada. Mm-hmm. I know, obviously, if a Republican wins, the Democrats, you know, act as well, I'm moving to Canada. I did not feel because Biden won that I needed to leave this country because I felt personally under threat of arrest or detainment or or whatever, right? I did not feel that then. Mm-hmm. But my point is like in, in in these countries that I understand don't have the same systems or institutions that we do. Because we don't allow them to. Right. But like, uh, well. We don't. I, I Look th- what happened in Bolivia, for example. I mean, I mean, they just, they just, they, they ousted Evo Morales, who was democratically elected. They just, we, we backed a coup. That person that's, we installed, I believe now is in prison, and the people just voted back Evo Morales' party again because we didn't want to, because the United States didn't want a leftist government in Bolivia. And the well, reason they didn't want a leftist government in Bolivia is because Bolivia is rich in lithium. Remember Elon Musk said it, actually, uh, who everybody loves, uh, the right loves now, um, but Elon Musk said <laughs> I, um, Again, I understand Elon Musk better than most. <laughs> Or who he is or what he is. Yeah, so Elon Musk bragged on Twitter before he owned it. Um, Cool country, you can just buy stuff without buying it if you have a certain amount of money in the bank. Um, But uh, before he owned Twitter, uh, he had commented, we will coup whoever the hell we want to. Because Elon Musk obviously has an interest in mining the mining of lithium with uh, a lot of Tesla, his businesses of course. going on with Tesla and SpaceX and all of that. Sure. So so again, it's not the like 
oh, you elected somebody bad and, or the, you elected someone was elected you don't agree with, so you better go. I think our definition, actually, of what asylum and refugee status is, is actually a little bit, I think, a little bit too stringent. Most people who seek asylum don't get it, right? Sure. And so, well, because, again, it's for what I, and I don't want to, uh, uh, I don't mean to understate it, but to some degree it could be for a facetious reason, right? Like, I, I think that there's, a lot of what there is a truth to a lot of what you're saying, but like when it comes to the coup in Bolivia, when did that coup occur? What was the 2018 ish, 2019, maybe 20. And the CIA was a part of that coup, yeah. or the FBI. In fact, I mean, actually, like, yeah, yeah, because in fact, because uh, they, they 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 did it under the 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 auspices of uh, Evo Morales, you know, it basically rigged the election. New York Times printed a story about it because you know the New York Times gets a lot of stories from the CIA, and um, and New York Times later printed quietly printed a retraction that oh well actually that story was a whole lot of crap, um, and so well and it gets <laughs> funny how that works, right? But um, again, like. There's a lot of folks that, so to my, <laughs> again, American foreign policy certainly needs to have some semblance of change. And a lot of these covert actions that have occurred in those countries certainly have led to the economic conditions. But again, yes. people are, look, the king of England played a lot of economic games with the 13 colonies. People revolted and we installed our own government and I still certainly believe that if these folks wanted they could lead a revolution what if, what if france helped england instead of us what would have happened that's an interesting hypothetical yeah that's kind of what we're would that's we kind have, of what they're dealing with because you you even if they were the the power that they're trying to overthrow isn't even necessarily the people that are elected there. In a lot of cases, it's us. It's us. It's Western interest in general. So, like, you know, yeah, we we did do that, but we did have some help. And imagine if we didn't have that help. Imagine if actually, in fact, England had that help. Would we have been as successful? I would prob I would venture to say no. And I would also venture to say in terms of military technology, the playing field isn't quite as leveled as it used to be, uh, as it was back in, in, in the, um, the late uh, 18th century. I don't disagree. But again, I think that in the course of self-governance or ability for self-governance, if the people want it, I think they can make it happen against all odds. And you're, now, you're right. If, if, if the French were helping England instead of the colonists, there may have been a different result. I still like to generally believe that you can't underestimate the resolve of people seeking freedom. Ukraine is standing up to Russia valiantly. Yes. <laughs> With our help. With and, NATO. Not just well, our help, NATO's help. Well, right. Again, but again, no troops on the ground. It's still their intestinal fortitude that is aiding in that defense of Ukraine. I just, again... What I mean, what ultimately? I guess, fortitude doesn't fire a rifle. Well, <laughs> it yeah, it, no, it does actually. Takes <laughs> a lot of intestinal fortitude to do that. Yeah. Um, but my point is, what? But, because then, what's the end game? Are all of these countries going to empty out Central and South America? I, I mean, I'm not excusing the bad actions of the United States foreign policy for the last hundred years in Central and South America, maybe even longer uh, than a hundred years. 
but you can't. Well, those really countries, the inception of the country, of the Monroe Doctrine. This is a lot of right. that's you know we we the Western we Hemisphere have, is ours. Yeah, we have a yeah, and, and specifically in Latin America, we have an obligation basically to interfere with the 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 political goings on of of. But of then I would Latin make, American but then countries. I would make the argument that communist infiltration is what also led to their downfall as well. So I mean, to some degree, you had communist infiltration that turned those countries into fronts in the Cold War that continue to lead to that to those policy decisions that have led us to this point. But my but the overall point is you can't these countries can't be emptied out either. The United States can't absorb these countries emptying themselves out into the United States. We we are not set up for that and it will take a massive we effort. Probably stop doing what we're doing then. I, well to that end we can agree on that, Marcus. Yeah. I, I I am a dove when it comes to foreign policy and a firm believer that, you know, if Elon Musk needs lithium, then go buy it, buy it from an American company or buy it from a company that imports it from Bolivia at a fair and equitable price. Cause that is legitimate capitalism, not the crony type capitalism that I don't necessarily like either. But again, the point is we, we can't undo what's been done either. So we need to find a way to create policy that addresses what needs to be done. And that is, and I've believed this for many years, end meddling in foreign nations. Certainly we can attempt to build good relationships with these countries. And frankly, there are a lot of natural resources that we need that we could make an investment in, in those countries. Um, but it should be an investment and it shouldn't be turning these countries upside down, which yes, and both parties, Republican and Democrat, have been very guilty of continuing that type of foreign policy in those nations that have led to this issue. Again, why I've said both sides need to come um, together and put their heads to creating policy that addresses this issue. But dumping migrants at the border, inviting them to come in, giving them the idea that they can just come in here um, under what I think are weak auspices of asylum, that is not the solution. People are dying. Migrants are dying making that journey. And we need to stop encouraging it. It needs to be addressed. Gonna take a break. We'll be right back. The voters always come home. Always. We were just talking. We were just. We were just making a joke out of the idea that Charlie Baker would run for Senate. Yeah, not happening. Why? Why would he give up being president of the NCAA, king of sports, to run for the U.S. Senate in a race he probably wouldn't win? I think wasn't he just at the Celtics game? Was the game he? seven? Probably was. I think he might have been. Why not? I think. Why, Why not? not? Right. It's sports. Yeah. You're the president and, of the NCAA. You're looking and at he's, some, and he's the he's the sports guy now. Former college athletes. Tatum uh was Duke, right? Where'd Brown go? Brown went to Cal. Cal. I think yeah. I think it was I Brown went to he went to a California school. Right. Definitely Tatum California. definitely went to Duke. Yeah, Tatum was definitely Duke. Um man, that was great watching that uh game yesterday. Performance. I, I, I I you know, part of it is here's my thing. And, and you know what? It's fine. It ha you know, it it's you expect these guys at Tatum's level to be perfect, right? Right. And, and so, you can't be. And you can't be. But Tatum had to dig himself out of a hole that, Ooh, he, that he dug. Yeah. And he did that because for the first five and a half games of the series, he wasn't super great. Five and three quarters. Uh, oh, yeah. He wasn't super great. He was terrible. And so he eventually came around. Right. Um, the Celtics yeah. are just, for me, I mean, I'm... Of the four majors, basketball is probably my four. I like watching it. I, I don't understand it. Like, sure. I don't know what a pick and roll is. I've heard the term. I do not know what that means. Um, but, <laughs> but 
nevertheless, I, I can understand from a basic point of view, like, I feel like the Celtics should not have gone six against the Hawks. That should have been a sweep or a gentleman's sweep. Oh, that was... Same with the 76ers. Totally, it was totally playing with your food. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's what it was. Yeah. It's like, put these guys... Like, you're making this needlessly harder on yourself. And maybe, you know, I always joke when I'm on with Jess, like, I always try to work in a Tom Brady reference 12 times. Yeah, but, right. like, maybe I'm just spoiled by watching Tom Brady as long as I have. But I, it's just I sort of like, actually, and how dominant those Patriots teams were. That's like, I, you just show up and get your, do your job. Get the get it done. Like, like I love this Celtics team. I really like Tatum and Brown. I hope that they never break that tandem up. You know, my dad has actually convinced me to like Marcus Marcus. He's right. He plays hard. He does bring that intensity. But it's like, you guys are acting. You've never won anything. You've no. won nothing. No. You've won individual awards, and that's all well and good. But you're on the most storied and greatest franchise in NBA history. You're mm. on the Boston Celtics. And I know I'm saying that to a Lakers fan. That's why I yeah. worded it specifically that way. The Lakers got a cheap championship in the bubble. It doesn't count. It shouldn't count. Okay. Um, but no, 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 aside, no, 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 no. You I, haven't I'm won cut, anything I'm, yet. I'm going to cut your, I'm going to cut your mic after you said that. I'm going to cut your mic uh, after you said that. No, anyway, but that's point, BS. Yeah. That, that's, that's a load of crap. The, 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 the whole notion, the only, the only reason anybody, there's no like, there's no ser there's no like serious NBA fan that actually thinks the bubble is fake. And you, we're seeing that now because the four teams that were in the conference finals and the bubble are in the conference finals now. And it's actually the shortest period of time in which two, the same four teams are in the conference finals since 1961 when there were only eight teams in the league. And if the bubble titles are illegitimate, so are those conference, uh, so are those championships no. in the sixties because, because, because you Never. only, because you only had to win two series to win the championship <laughs> back then. Bill Russell only had to win for most of his championships two series, the conference finals and then the finals because you had two first-round buys back then. That is just, you think about think about a team like the Bucks. They would have they would have probably made the finals this year if they had those same if they had those if they were under those same strictures. So, in terms of competition, the 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 the, the and if we're gonna if we're gonna say well let's say what she, championships are championships. If we're gonna say rings are cheaper and let's take away rings like the Lakers fake ring. Let's take away the ten Celtics fake ring fake rings that they won in the sixties. Who do the Celtics beat for most of those? The Lakers. <laughs> yeah, they did. They so were they, no, they were the best. They were they, yeah no it was the look, most dominant you, run of uh, the, the most dominant dynasty in the history of sports was the sixty Celtics no doubt about you, it you do realize if it's the Celtics that won the bubble championship of course I would count that bubble championship yeah that's what I'm saying <laughs> you just At everybody's rate, just always looking for ways to delegitimize LeBron James and the Lakers um, because I just hate the they're Lakers. both they're both lightning rods I just hate the Lakers a Le lot of people a lot of people hate the Lakers I, I hate LeBron I've always hated LeBron well before I I, I and you know what it's and I shouldn't pick on LeBron because, look, to some degree, I think a little bit of the Celtics are kind of having this issue, too, um, where it's just this this belief that you've accomplished something when, like, and again, I think because I frame it from Tom Brady being my my sports idol, he always will be, nobody will ever top it. I shouldn't say that, but I don't think anybody's ever going to. But, like, so that's what I come from, like, you haven't won anything. Yeah. The Celtics haven't won anything. You've won one championship since 1986. You, 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 but this Celtics core have not won anything. Win. And for the love of God, go on that Golden and they, and State type run. Go to like two, three, four, five straight finals appearances, win two or three. Give you the separate because the Lakers are old. LeBron they can't, they the, can't call Kevin Durant like the Warriors did. That is true, yeah. but like I don't think you necessarily need to in this NBA now. Like the gone of those sort of like 
superstar constructed teams. There does seem to be a little bit more parity where, again, you have the Lakers as a seventh seed and the Heat as an eighth seed, but go on that run. It's just frustrating me that, like, they're not getting... And they look, they're still... I mean, I say this, they're still young. Brown is 26, Tatum is 25, like... So, like, there's a lot of years left for these guys. <laughs> there's to like do a this running up. joke online. They've already like... been to a handful of conference finals. Now get over that hump. You got over that hump last year. Fine. You lost to a more experienced team in Golden State. I, I mean, I, I, I you got to get through the heat. Get through the heat. Win that. The, the, there's no excuse that series should go more than five games. I, I believe. I believe that for all three of these series so far. Like last night proved it. And you know what? Even the game six with they they played a lot of defense. They the in you know. There's no team better in the fi- in, in the of the four remaining. None are better than the Celtics. It would be inexcusable, and it's just it's frustrating me because they act like they've won when they haven't won. Win, yeah. get there and win. And you know what? I would love to see. I'm with you, Mark. We talked about it off air, Marcus. I would love a Celtics Lakers finals. I'd yeah. love it. I'd, I'd love it for the for Celtics the- Lakers Lebron. Oh, for the for the tie breaking for the tie breaking too. It would be perfect. Yeah, and we should wax them. <laughs> Can't underestimate LeBron and Anthony Davis, so you certainly cannot do they that. They haven't lost the series been healthy, so we'll we'll see. Um I mean, that doesn't mean they want it's, I always hate those things. So <laughs> right. so and so is undefeated when this blah blah blah. Right, this is a new year. Yeah, naturally, of they, course. They've they never have. lost a series when this happened. Yeah, like, they haven't right, lost any new, series this year either, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like this is it's a new year. Like right. it, I always hate those because it's not like, oh, LeBron and Anthony Davis never lost a series, so they never will, right? Like it does it's not a reason to pick it. It's not a reason to pick them, right? Right. But, exactly. But I I do think I don't know. We'll see. Um Denver's Denver's really good. They are. I I but again of the four Denver's really really good they are but again of the four it's sh- Denver really. Denver has the best player too so but it's like might Tatum that far off m- from must, Jokic might be the best player in the league uh yeah yes I would I think I think well I think Jokic is a better player than Tatum oh I agree he's a better player but yeah. by how much I mean we're not talking like we're not talking considerably better. And I think the Celtics are still a better overall team. I mean, who is who is Denver's Jalen Brown? Jamal Murray. Yeah, not as good as Jalen Brown. He's not. No, I, I agree. You know, so, I mean, look, yeah. it's going to be interesting. I I, I, I just, I, God, I hate the I, I But I want the Lakers eliminated, too. Like, I, I want to be the one, but I don't want to risk it. Like, there's, I always, no, I always, there's I always, nothing I would hate more. I struggle more. with that, too. There is nothing I would hate more than a Celtics-Lakers final and the Lakers winning it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would hate. Oh, I would hate that. I mean, and and I referenced it again before we came on. But there was a great column, and it's interesting that we segued here. The greatest rivalries. I mean, the Patriots don't really have a rivalry. I mean, back when this column was written, it was in the Boston Globe. I think they said it was the Indianapolis Colts. That was when obviously a Brady and Manning. But like of the big three, really, Celtics, Lakers, Bruins, Canadians, Red Sox, Yankees. The argument can be made: Celtics Lakers is the best of those three because it's always been for a championship. Yeah, and it was and it was born out of and it was born out of the 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 they're they're competing in a championship. It wasn't right. like a you know Red Sox Yankees is a, regional. It's region. It's, it's regional and division, right? right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Red Sox Yankees is regional and division. Bruins Canadian, same yeah, thing. Same thing. So. Although I think, although I haven't looked this up, I'm just, I. Pretty certain, though, at some point in the original six era, the Bruins Canadians had to have played for the Stanley Cup yeah, maybe. against each other. I'm just not sure if it happened, but but that will never happen again. Although, one of my disappointments, back to the bubble, the hockey bubble, that could have happened. 
the way the hockey that's why the, the NHL was an playoffs. accomplishment because they were the only ones that got it right. <laughs> I'm just telling you, the, they, the NBA, the, the NHL, NBA, the NBA were the only ones that got it right during that era. Well, the we NHL thought, did we too. Thought we you, lost sports and we didn't. True, but the NHL, you could have had a Bruins Canadians final because I think the Canadians went to the finals. I forget Stanley Cup finals. Remember. You could have had. You could have had that. That would have been a interesting throwback as well. I mean. Yeah, you know, sports are it's it's changed. And I, I just like teasing. Again, if the Celtics won the 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 bubble ring, you bet your bottom dollar we're raising Paul that banner. Murray's questionable for tomorrow. Uh oh. <laughs> oh please. It's almost like the script. They got please. the script. Celtics Lakers. The script thing's always really funny uh, Look, to me. June first is when the finals start. if you have me on again in, in, in a month, um we'll see. We could be in a Celtics Lakers final though. Um June first is the first. Oh my god! That will be the NBA side of the NBA finals. Forget how grueling it is to watch it is the, hard. to it watch is, the playoffs. It is the, the hockey and basketball is a slog. NFL, it's a slog. That's why the NFL. Honestly, that's why the NFL is 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 what it is because it's it's all very everything is like you've it's an, it's an eighteen week event. Right. And then what, you know, carry that out another three, four weeks. Four right? weeks. Yeah, it's another four weeks. Not and, four, not two and a half months. Right. It's not two and a half months for the playoffs. It's like in every, it's always an event like on right. Sunday. It's not like, well, you get Sunday, then Tuesday, and it's every other day until it's on Wednesday. It's, it's, right. it's, it's hard I, track. I will say baseball, I will actually say until last year, baseball, um, was doing it pretty right. I mean, four in each. I mean, look, you have 30 teams, 15 in each league. You only had four out of the 15 make it fine because you know what? That's what you play 162 games for to really sort of decide that, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. you're playing a lot of baseball games to get to who ends up there. I thought it was interesting and excellent when they added the the second wildcard team, the one-game wildcard playoff was excellent. I went to the 2021 Red Sox. Yankees wild card playing game was phenomenal energy. One of the best baseball games I had been to probably since I went to the World Series. Like it was just excellent atmosphere. But of course, because baseball always seems to feel like taking one step forward and two steps backwards, what do they do? They add an entire series for the wild card and they give the top two teams a buy. Like what what do you don't need a buy in baseball? That's nonsense. I I think buys are I think in in a sport like that, I think it's is football's the only one you get to buy for because you're you're physically grueling, you're healthy. You want to try and get some guys healthy and and get some guys back. Football's a lot football's a lot more mercurial because one game can really decide it, right? That's how you have a lot of times wild card teams win the Super Bowl, right? Sure. Um, because it's so mercurial. But NBA and NHL and MLB, you have to beat that team four times. You have seven games to, to, to do it to, right. to win the most games, and so that's why very often you don't see eight seeds and seven seeds in the finals. Because now, I mean, with the the, the Heat, you just seem to have the Bucks number, and, and the Lakers. The reason they're a seven seed is because. They, you know, sort of meandered through the season until they could get a trade going to to get that roster up to par. Right, but because they're really they're, they're really they're really a top three team. I mean, they're a top two team really in the in the West now. But 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 so but yeah, that's I, 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 and, and I actually kind of like that they got rid. They added another team and got just one buy. If you're the one seed in the NFL, just one. Yeah, I, that's I, I it. don't mind that because I think the NFL had sort of done it right. You add. 32 teams, 12 originally were making the playoffs. Now it's 14. I think the NBA and MLB, sorry, NBA and NHL. I mean, in the NBA, you have 16 out of 30 Mm -hmm. make the playoffs. That that seems like a little bit overkill. 
even the NHL, 16 out of 32, you have half your league make the playoffs. I mean, I understand it's revenue. It's all that jargon. But Major League Baseball screwed it up. You you had a perfect year. The month of October, you had everything going perfectly. You added intrigue with the one-game wild card play-in, and you botched it. You screwed it up by adding in the other team. Now it's a three-game series, and you gave the top two. T- I would actually almost be okay with it if you didn't. There should be no buys in baseball. Just if you do one versus six, two versus five, fine. If you do it that way, fine. But like having the buys is just silly. And look, they both got eliminated in the, in the divisional yeah. series last year anyway. So right. like, you know, it just it? what good is it? Like, I wouldn't. Yeah. If I I would not want to buy in baseball because like you're hot. You don't want batters to get cold, especially. You know, and you're pushing it late. I mean, now the World Series goes into November. I've been to World Series games at Fenway. I mean, granted, the energy in the stadium, the energy in the ballpark. It's like cold, though, you're, But it is cold. I went to a Red Sox. It was a blast. Don't get me wrong. I went to a Red Sox game. It was uh, 2021 in May, and it was it was, it was was pretty cold. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't. I, I This is a line. I have season tickets. I'm going tomorrow night, and this is the longest I've waited in a while to go. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm just. I just don't need the effort in April anymore. That's why I don't go to Patriots games. Yeah, I mean, when Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay, my buddy and I got season tickets, and I will tell you, it will take a lot of effort for me to go to a Patriots game. I, I, I Like, I'm going to find my way. I'm going to weasel my way into week one, you know, the thank you Tom game. I will weasel my way into that. But, like, November, it's December, like I'm not freezing my butt off to watch Mac Jones. I'll freeze my butt off to watch Tom Brady. As a matter of fact, I did. I went to the playoff game not many years ago, but the one more recently. Uh, it was Tennessee. It was the year we went to the Super Bowl and lost the Eagles. Um, the divisional round game against Tennessee it was literally like five degrees with a minus 10 wind chill. Oh, that sucks. I went to that game because Tom Brady. Yeah, right. No Tom Brady? Uh-uh. I am not sitting there. I, I went Mac to Jones. the Monday night game in Buffalo. Uh, not in Buffalo, against Buffalo, actually. And it was actually... Don't get me wrong. It was a blast. Right. I had so much fun with my friends, but it was, man, it was oh, cold. Oh, it's so cold. End of November. Right. End of November. Right. And, you know, it's funny, though. There were some Bills fans out in the parking lot, and so we were talking to them. They were probably fine with it. They they were fine with probably it, yeah. warm for them. They were, they were fine <laughs> with it, yeah. Right. I mean. But, but they, they said that, they're like, you now they're built, this is, you know. This is right, eight years right. ago because they're building a new stadium now. Right. They're like, you guys don't know how lucky you have it with this whole Patriots place, place thing. thing it's, right. it's incredible. I will tell you the last football game I went to in December, I was dressed like this. It was uh, December 2022, Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. It was 80 degrees and it was a blast. And, you know, it took 20 minutes to get. I was 20 minutes away from Raymond James Stadium, took 20 minutes to get in. Weirdly enough, 20 minutes to get home. Uh, Tom Brady led a comeback against the Saints, and it was just such a wonderful experience. I was in shorts and a T-shirt at a football game in December. You really can't beat that. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't beat that. Let's take a break. 1420 WBSM, New Bedford's News Talk Station. As a veteran of the United States military, I can finally get the opportunity to enjoy special events like a date with my wife or going out together with my family and friends. Things that we couldn't afford, thanks to Vectix. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, motorsports, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can help. 
we can give our veterans a special event where they too can create their own cherished memories. Find out how by visiting www.vettix.org. That's www.vettix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. When I deployed, I didn't realize that even the air I was breathing was dangerous. Since coming home, I've watched friends get sick and struggle to get the support they deserve. But now, that's finally changing. We're eligible for new VA health care and benefits based on when and where we serve. Even though I feel okay, I'm going to apply for my sake and for my family. Learn more and apply today. Visit va.gov slash p-a-c-t. They know the local issues from the inside out, and they call it like they see it. Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow are back with more South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm Marcus. Uh, Jared, I'm joined by Jared Valenzuela, uh, Republican County Commissioner. Taking your calls at 508-996-0500 if you want to t- uh, chime into the conversation. Open open topics. We've just been, the last hour, we've just been kind of talking about different stuff. Um, any good TV shows? We talked about Secession, right? Like, you know, I don't think. I don't know if we did on the, <clears throat> I don't know if we did on the air. We can't, listen, I don't want to talk about it too much. Well, because it just wanna, aired last night. Yeah, I don't want to be a spoiler. Spoilers. I just want to remark about how it's really sticking the landing in its last season. And part of it is I think a lot of TV shows that especially hit TV shows, they go on too long and they jump Mm -hmm. the shark. And Secession always did seem like a show that had a short shelf life. Um, They could have expanded it, but they wanted to make it concise and impactful. And uh, and I think they really did that. Oh, they're they're nailing it. It's one of the best shows I've ever watched. I, I don't. I don't know if I can put it ahead of The Sopranos because I think it's just going to be shorter and The Sopranos hit all the notes You just, you longer. just can't put anything above The Sopranos. No, I mean, I don't think I ever could. Even, be, like, ethnically being Italian, I don't think I ever could. A lot of, um, <laughs> here's, here's, here's the thing, like, it's one of those things, like, a lot of people will never be convinced. Pat Mahomes could win another six, win six Super Bowls and there's just going to be, or seven or whatever, and people are just, there's never, there's going to be people that are always going to say Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. Right. See, so you're going to the same, I think the same thing with Sopranos. I might be able to objectively say if Mahomes, like, wins a bunch of Super Bowls and breaks Brady's passing records, I would potentially be able to concede that he passes Brady, but, like, he has to do that. Like, I, it irks me that, like, people want to have that conversation now. It's like, well, he only has two Super Bowls. Let's get three four five let's you know we can start that conversation i think think we can here's the thing it's always we're always you know talking about a lot of a lot of times championships are circumstantial too yeah um like is ben roethlisberger as good as pat mahomes is no pat mahomes is much better than ben roethlisberger same same number of super bowls right yeah but um but uh the 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 thing is is that um I, i think that we can all pretty much agree that pat mahomes is the most talented quarterback that's ever played um yeah i mean he he has all the physical and mental intangibles for sure um yeah i mean look if he if he and his team can do what brady did for 23 years i'll concede it if if 
the because it's all about numbers. You know, like I said earlier with Social Security, it's just math as far as I'm concerned. At this point, it's just numbers. And if he can sustain it for as long as Brady did and and win as much as Brady did and set all the records, I'll concede it. But yeah. I, you know, there's no need to have the conversation the extra, now. I think the it's extra unfair. game is. Um, <clears throat> well, you know what though. Well, when it's, you consider the amount of years Brady played, I mean, you know what though, with the, it being unfair, uh, I think it's it's just going to be one of those things. You, when you're that good, same thing with LeBron James, right? It's always like he's always compared to like being a top two player of all time. That's always like, oh well, he'll never be Jordan, and I I like disagree with that in a lot of ways, and I don't want I, we don't have time to get into it, and we really don't talk about that here anyway, right? But like that's the thing Pat Mahomes is going to have to deal with. He's always going to be. It's always going to be at at a certain point, especially as he wins more Super Bowls. Because I think he will. The, um, but it's always going to be: can he, can he? You know, he's always going to be compared to Tom Brady. Yeah, I think he gets hurt more than Brady. Uh, I mean, he plays through it, but I think he's mm-hmm. apt to get hurt more. So he runs. Yeah, right. And I mean, the seventeenth yeah. game, it is what it is. I mean, you would still have to perform at an incredibly high level. I mean, so what? So Brady. So you have one extra game. Which means it would take 16 years for 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 that to amount to being an extra season that Brady didn't have, right? Yeah, right. Following yeah, yeah. the math there, yeah. So like math on the air, there's nothing better, right? <laughs> yeah. But exactly. like it would take. It's going to take 16. So you already have two. It's going to take another 14 years. Will Mahomes play another 14 years? I mean, he's already played for what five? Yeah. So I, I don't it's know. Tough. He could, yeah. but it. it it's incredibly difficult for to do what Brady did. I mean, Mahomes could very well. The other, he's, he is going to win more. I agree with the, you. The, but the other fly he, in the ointment with Mahomes is, is Andy Reid because Andy Reid is is nearing the end of his career. Right. Bill Belichick and Brady started their career basically at the same Together. time. Right. Yeah, and Bill Belichick was in his early fifties, maybe even late forties. No, I think he was. Well, he's what seventy one now. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he was. Yeah, 50, and Andy Reid. Andy Reid's been a head coach about as long as Bill right. Belichick has. Right. So it's. I, I think that's. Right. I think that's going to be a fly in the ointment but, for Mahomes. But, but back to succession, I think you know one of the major showrunners. I forget the name is 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 British, and I think he. I read a interview with him. I don't know if it was in Rolling Stone or Vanity Fair or wherever it was. I was reading it, and he had mentioned that you know he comes from British TV. British TV does not have the the same type of runs that American television well, like, does. Like uh, Luther. Yeah. Uh, with Idris Elba, that's like five seasons over the span of like 10 years. Right, exactly. we got to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Should Tucker Carlson go to Newsmax? Sure. If that makes Tucker Carlson and Newsmax happy, of course. <laughs> I Look, I've loved, I've loved Tucker Carlson since he was on Crossfire with CNN. I think Tucker... John Stewart got him fired. I, yeah. I think Tucker is best served when he has a point-counterpoint. He's one of the smartest guys in conservative media because he articulates things well. His counterpoint's always a straw man. Yeah, but, well, I mean, he was the counterpoint when he was on Crossfire with, you know, Carville and Begala. So, I mean, he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, when he, when, yeah, when he didn't have control of the, right, the narrative. Yeah. Right, You know, I think, um, look, I think Tucker, I think Tucker will be fine. Have, I'm you, not seen, have you seen The War Room? Him. I have not. I should check that out. You haven't seen The War Room? No. I'll tell you about it off air because yes. we're... we're uh, we're nearing the end of the hour. Jared, thanks so much for joining My me. My pleasure. Republican always, County Marcus. Commissioner Love Jared 